Our faith in and surrender to the Word of God is central to all that is good and true. Faith is the currency in the kingdom of God. Without it, one has no purchasing power and is poor, beggarly, and beyond redemption. Romans 10.17 reads, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. This faith, and consequently our power and eternal glory, grows as we are exposed to God's word. God said, man said, stands in the defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and contends for the faith. The purpose is to convince the gainsayers of the goodness of God and to help arm the saints to do likewise. This is feature article number 433 that confirms that faith, that confirms that faith, excuse me, that confirms the veracity of the Holy Bible. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, it grows by one. Many of you are first-time visitors. Unfortunately, nearly all God said, man said visitors have yet to examine all 433 subjects. Many of these sites' greatest life-altering features have the least amount of visits. We recommend one visit per day at the average feature length of 15 minutes. If you are a first-time visitor in 16 and a half months, you will be God said, man said, current. These daily 15-minute excursions will do three marvelous things. One, build your faith, your holy buying power. Two, Help arm you for the battle for the souls of men. Three, this holy pattern will absolutely alter your life dynamically for the good. To those of you who are reviewing this information and have yet to make your peace with God, God said, man said, has good news. Today can be your day of salvation. You can be born again today. Your sin and shame will be erased by the blood of Jesus Christ. Your life will be gloriously changed. You will be born again. Jesus said, John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Why not now? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter 6, verses 6 through 8, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of, before ye ask him. God said, Psalms 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. God said, Joshua chapter 2, verses 1 through 21, and Joshua the son of Nun sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into an harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither uh, in, uh, tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho, uh, Jericho excuse me, sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they be come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them, and said thus, There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. 
And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whither the men went, I would not. Pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house, and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the fords, and as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof, and she said unto them, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Zion and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore I pray you, Swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my father's house, and give me a true token, and that ye will save alive my father, and my mother, and my brethren, and my sisters, and all uh, that they have, and deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, Our life for yours, if ye utter not this our business, and it shall be, when the Lord hath given us the land, that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourselves there three days, until the pursuers be returned, and afterward may ye go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by, and thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. And if thou utter this our business, then we will be quit of thine oath which thou hast made us to swear. And she said, According unto your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet line in the window. Man said, Even if there were a God, the idea that he involves himself in the daily lives of men is ludicrous. Now the record. God moves on behalf of his children even before they ask. He orders their steps and prepares the way before them. The miracle of before you ask is a marvel to behold. God's word declares that the God of creation knows the end from the beginning. Isaiah chapter 46 verses 9 and 10. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. God's word proclaims that he is from everlasting to everlasting. Psalms forty-one thirteen. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and to everlasting. Amen and amen. God's word teaches us that he creates time 
as man knows it, and that soon time will end, Revelation 10, verses 5 and 6. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him that liveth for ever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. This feature will demonstrate that God clearly does involve himself in the daily affairs of man, and that he does move in advance of an event, preparing his deliverance or destruction. He knows the end from the beginning. He is from everlasting to everlasting, and time is of his construction. As a brother once said, God was somewhere outside of time when he created it, just as he was somewhere other than the universe when he created it. Joseph, the son of Jacob, who wore the robe of many colors given unto him by his father, was sold into slavery by his jealous brothers at the age of seventeen. The trigger that caused his brothers to commit this evil against him was the dreams God gave to Joseph, which he recited before his family. For thirteen years Joseph was in bondage, first a slave and finally a prisoner. At the age of thirty, God raised him up above all the men of the earth. God intervened in the life of Joseph many times. The purpose of God's interventions was to save Jacob and his family from the famine, from starvation. These people would become the nation of Israel, with the primary purpose being to bring the Messiah, Jesus Christ, into the world. Listen to what Joseph says in Genesis 45, 4-8. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years, in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. God moved in advance of the situation. He prepared the answer before they asked, before they knew they had a problem. On this website, God Said, Man Said published archaeological research concerning the ancient city of Jericho named the Wall of Jericho. The biblical record says that Jericho was the first obstacle the children of Israel encountered when they crossed the Jordan into Canaan land. For six days, the Israelites silently marched around the impregnable walls of Jericho. On the seventh day, they marched around the city seven times, and at the cue given by Joshua, the priests blew the trumpets, and the people gave a loud shout. The walls of Jericho came tumbling down except for one small portion on the north side, as recent archaeology has discovered. The most likely explanation for the collapse of Jericho's walls is an earthquake triggered by harmonic motion and the loud sound. The following paragraph is from the God Said, Man Said feature, Walls of Jericho. Did you ever hear of a phenomenon called harmonic motion? The people in Frankfort, Kentucky have. After a Saturday night football game at Cincinnati's Riverfront Stadium, 5,000 people walking virtually in step across the bridge nearly caused it to collapse. 
Kentucky's Transportation Secretary Milo O'Brien said people marching across the bridge like soldiers could cause a catastrophe. It can cause harmonic motion. It's common practice for armies to march out of step when crossing a bridge. Now imagine Joshua with hundreds of thousands of soldiers marching in step around the walls of Jericho, silently, once a day for six days, then on the seventh day seven times, followed by the huge power of the trumpets and the horrendous anticipated shout, end of quote. God knows the end from the beginning. He knew that Joshua and the children of Israel would confront Jericho. He knew that Rahab the harlot would save the Jewish spies and commit them to a vow to preserve her and her family alive. God knew her house would be situated upon the wall. If the speculation of the research concerning Jericho is correct and an earthquake triggered by harmonic motion and sound caused Jericho's walls to collapse, then God knew how the fault line lay. God knew that a part of the north wall would not be affected by the earthquake. Presently, seismologists know that a major fault line runs under the Temple Mount in Israel, as well as the Mount of Olives. This fault line will play a major role in the great battle of Armageddon soon to come. Zechariah chapter 14, the first six verses. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall be removed toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, ye shall flee, like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah king of Judah, and the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. And it shall come to pass in that day that the light shall not be clear nor dark. God knew it all the time. Followers of Christ see the demonstration of God's foreknowledge and His intervention on their behalf on a regular basis. Keep in mind that God orders the steps of His children. I personally earn my livelihood in the marketing industry. One of our company's clients is an automotive dealership. Together, we planned the large off-site sales event, which required major expense and risk for our account. The dealer needed to ferry an armada of vehicles to the off-site location purchase necessary insurance, expend the huge energy of his people, and incur a sizable marketing investment. The advertising centerpiece of this event was 140,000 direct mail inserts promoting the sale. All the marketing work was nearly done. The last thing to do was to ship the 140,000 inserts to the distribution company. The entire event hinged on the time delivery of the insert product. I felt impressed on this particular Wednesday to call the distribution company about a matter not related to the 140,000-piece insert. I mentioned the upcoming job, which was to drop on their docks on the next day, to the distribution company's representative, and he was clueless. 
With some alarm, he made it clear to me that no such job was scheduled, and the book in the Philadelphia market was closed and that we were in serious trouble. I asked him to contact his people and see if anything could be done. We were in serious trouble. Our account would lose thousands of dollars. Our company would also lose thousands of dollars, and we would lose the account. We bowed our heads and called upon God for his merciful intervention. Later that day, the phone rang, and in an incredulous tone, our rep told us that by some strange and very rare fluke, the Philadelphia book was still open, and they could circulate the 140,000 pieces on time. God had ordered our steps. He knew we would have a need for his special intervention. He held open the book. He answered before we asked. He knew we would ask. Some would call it coincidence, but only those ignorant of God's intervention in the lives of the sons of men. God said, Matthew chapter 6, verses 6 through 8, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of, before you ask him. God said, Psalms thirty-seven twenty-three: The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Man said, even if there were a God, the idea that he involves himself in the daily lives of men is ludicrous. Now the record.